first, he may live on Cross Lake, but is technically a resident of Pakegama Township. He's got the sickest lettuce in the league and only grows facial hair on his neck, Jared Cote. Last but certainly not least, his address may say Brook Park, but we all know where his heart lies. He's the ginger in the logo, and more importantly, the ginger in all of your hearts. Drew Steele. This is the PC Tourney Boys podcast, and these are your PC Tourney Boys. You're listening to the unofficial, official podcast of the 2019-20 Class A State Champs, the Pine City Dragons. Are you ready? is up everybody today is new year's day happy new year everybody 2020 here we come the year of the dragon i don't know if that's the actual chinese letter or not or animal or not but it's the year of the dragon jared you just changed my date on the thing because i said 1119 yeah you're welcome yeah shout out i mean nobody else can see it besides us but today it's another best of show, but we're also going to do an award show, Pine City Halfway Through the Year show. Of course, next week, we'll be back to a normal episode, and we have a special guest on to analyze our picks for the awards, JV head coach, Tyler Mans. Tyler, how are we doing today? Great. How are you doing? Hey, living the dream, living the dream, Mans, living the dream. I thought you were going to stop saying that. Yeah, I was, but it's it's just so... <laughs> Man, doesn't that sound great when somebody's like, "What do you, what, do you, how are you doing?" And I just go, "Living the dream, man, living the dream." I think it sounds beautiful to me. To me, to be honest with you. Okay, so I think we keep saying it then. I think that's fair. So I, I'm a fan. Oh, you're a fan. Perfect. So on this show, we're gonna go through awards. Just as we said, there will be nominees for every award. We already determined the awards. Only Jared and I know who the awards are going to. Of course, Mans is going to figure out who it is as we go along. Uh, in between, we're going to have some old segments we did, some interviews we did, one with Ryder Donovan at Wisconsin now, one with Ryan Sandlin, who's at Mankato now. And, of course, at the very end, we're going to do picks in this episode. It'll be the very first pick of last season with Tyler's brother, Tommy, doing picks. Crazy Great. stuff. <laughs> Mans, you don't sound too thrilled about that. Hey. At least he set the bar pretty low for me. <laughs> that was uh, that was funny to listen to, but well, I'm and excited. Everybody will get a chance to listen to it again here today. I think that's that's the great part about this show today. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, so we're gonna first start out with the rookie of the year. Nominees for the award are Ryder Youngbauer and McCoy Leisure. Jared, thoughts on who you think, how both of these players have fared this so far, and Mans, you can follow right after Kotak. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We got you. <laughs> I'm sorry. We got to throw a couple of those in there. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Don't, don't stop. All right. So, Ryder Youngbar, what, he's a freshman this year? I mean, he's uh, I mean, pumped two goals. That's good. That's good for him to start out. I mean, Young young freshman, technically a second year Bantam. 
Uh, and then McCoy, he's doing all right this year. Um, he's been playing third line. Was he on first line for a couple of games? He was, I'm yeah. I'm sure he was, yeah. Yeah, he I was. Mean, yeah, I agree with them. There's not many people you can nominate for Rookie of the Year this year because we had a lot coming back. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, it, it's, it's kind of interesting. They're they're very neck and neck. You know, Young Bauer, he'll uh, he'll uh, pump in the goal, but then the next shift he'll come into you know a violation, so he'll get a penalty. So, um, but McCoy's been also pretty solid as well. So, if it were me right now, I would I would have to give it to McCoy just because he's he's seen a little more little more time. All right, okay. all right. I think that both have played well. I think both show a tremendous amount of grit. And, uh, Mans, you were 100% right. The rookie of the year goes to McCoy Lazier. Let's cool, give it up. Cool, let's, yeah. let's You're exactly right, though. They're, they both have some upside to them. It's going to be nice to see how they uh, develop as the years go on. Speaking of development, Mans, listen to this transition. We now turn into the most improved player. Listen to that, Mans. That was that was great. A come on. Can I can I just take a guess right now? Can, yeah. Well, can you t- take a guess at the nominees? We don't want to give we don't want to give it away. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go most improved. I'm gonna go Carp. Okay. I'm gonna go uh, Miller. Okay. Um. Uh, ooh, Jimmy Limbloom. Okay. How many? Are, how many? Can you tell me how many nominations there are? There are Three. four. 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 Oh. I'm gonna scratch the Miller. I'm gonna scratch the Miller. Okay. I'm gonna go Sell. Uh, okay. And then for my last one, I'm gonna go Peyton Smith now. Okay. All four. right. Drum roll, please, on the nominations. All right, nominees for most improved player: Parker Sell, Tim Thole, Seth Linnell, and Jared Carpenter. Jared Carpenter. What was the third one again? I didn't hear it. Seth Linnell. Seth Linnell. Gosh, yeah, those are good. You got you got four good nominations there. And Jared, I know you had some thoughts on this before. Oh, Mans, we'll get to your thoughts right after we get Kotex. Um, I love the Parker Sell one. He's really showing up this year. Last year he had 22 points the entire season in 10 games. Right now he has 21 points. Um, you got um, Tim Thole. I mean, he's a young kid. He's doing all right. Four goals, two assists this year. I mean, you hear his name all the time. Just a big hockey player makes a lot of space. That's about it with him. Steph Linnell, I haven't heard a ton about this year, but I've heard he's stepped it up quite a bit. And then uh, Jared Carpenter, I heard he's doing pretty good. I'm pretty sure, yeah, he's not having a terrible season. He's a de- he's a defenseman, right? Yep. Sure, yeah. Wait, who? No, 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 Carpenter. Carp. Carp yeah. started the season out on uh, defense, and then when Gamut came back from his oh, concussion, they moved him back up to wing. Okay. Okay. All right, all right. Yep. Uh, right man, what do you got? Yeah, what are your thoughts? Uh, okay, so I think the Parker Cell situation is. He's he's made the progress that they thought he was gonna make, so I really don't think you could give it to him. You know what I mean? Like he really did what he was supposed to. But uh, I, to me, it's definitely between uh, Jim, Jimmy Limbloom and Carp. I right now I think Carp has the edge 
because while one, he got Nichols player of the game, uh, two, two games in a row. And then also he started the game at defense and then has transitioned to wing. I just think that he has made the, the biggest leap right now as the well roundness as a, of a player. So I would give it to Carp. All right, Jared, you can go ahead and announce the most improved player. Well, you're correct. Our most improved player is Jared Carpenter. Two for two, man. <laughs> two hey, for I two. Want, can I just say one thing? I do not have a list. I do not have a list of the winners. Just saying. Yeah, he's, uh, I don't he's know, just dude. a pro. You might have hacked into our Google account. Yeah, honest. <laughs> <laughs> Russia oh, might want to hire you, dude. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> All right. So coming up next, we have the fastest two minutes. And, of course, when we won the conference championship last year against Mora, right, coming up right now. We start on the south shore of Lake Bermidji for a matchup of the two top teams in double-A. It took almost the entire period for the teams to warm up from the negative 20s weather, but the Huskies of Andover shivered their way out to a one-goal lead late in the first. The skippers immediately came back, back, back with a two-goal, with two power play goals to take the lead that they would never look back on. Skippers, five. Huskies, two. Hello, top team in the state. Maple Grove was in action at home against the Blaine Bengals. Although Maple Grove jumped out to an early 2 0 lead, Johnny Brodzinski, no Michael Brodzinski, no Ethan Brodzinski, no Bryce Brodzinski, gets a hat trick to dig the Bengals right out of the grave and win. Bengals 5 3. On Tuesday, the Roseau Rams were trying to live up to what their brothers from Los Angeles did in New Orleans on Sunday. Even in this game, the Rams got the calls they needed late, but Kyler Murray Clevin buried the empty netter shorthanded to do something that Drew Brees could not do himself. Win, Spuds, four, Rams, two. There was a high dive warning and deeper balls on Tuesday night as the greenway from EGF was rolling in town. Even though Steve had a 3-1 lead going into the third, Mason Ramsey starts the middle back in the third period where the wave was eventually forced overtime. In overtime, Peter Parker enters and puts the Spider-Man match to the side to score the game when he go for EGF. Greenway at four, Prowler three. In the Morris Civic Center, a conference title was on the line. The Dragons traveled up the snake into the home of the Mustang. George Lopez Miller opened the scoring two minutes into the game and pumped what would be the game winner in the third. All of this had Gavin DeGraw or singing, I don't want to be on this team anymore even though I played 35 minutes. The Dragons will probably forpeat as conference champs. Dragons, four. Mustangs, three. Let's get to the conference championship game. I know technically it's not the conference championship game, but... Anyone that knows anything knows that Legacy hasn't won a game in the Two Rivers Conference this year, or in general, I don't think. Uh, and Becker Big Lake isn't that solid, although they were more as one conference loss before last night. Jared, let's get your thoughts on the game before I uh, I shoot mine. Well, it was a huge dub. I had a bunch of the uh, hockey players snapping me, asking if I saw your sign. I didn't get to see it, but uh, would you like to tell me about your sign? 
Yeah, I don't know who would put Muck 4 on a sign. I would never do such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so game gets over, right? And obviously I already have a sign prepared. I had that sign hidden the whole time with a sign that said roll drags, which obviously roll drags. Oh, everybody was asking, what's your sign say? What's your sign say? I said, we got to get a win first. We got to take care of business before the fun business starts. You know what I mean? So... We bury the empty netter that ends up not counting, which I'm all right with. Who cares? Game's over. Uh, sticks go up in the air. Obviously, my sign goes up in the air. Shout out Troy Anderson was standing right behind me, so he couldn't see the sign. I like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then some lady from Mora comes up to me and says, If you're going to have a sign like that, you need to leave. And I'm like, who, I didn't say this, but I'm like, who, who, you and what army is going to take me out of here? I kept holding up the sign. Everybody in the in the handshake line was really laughing at it. The coaches are laughing at it, which I don't want to get the coaches in trouble, but, like, if I'm going to get kicked out for that and the coaches are laughing at it, like, come on. Like, it can't be that bad. It, and I would also like to point out, if I had, if I had muck or fora on two different signs, that neither of them would be considered bad words. I just want to throw that out there. It's not a bad word. Um, then I had four Pete on it too. Oh, I don't know. Everybody was laughing at it. Troy Anderson finally is like, uh, "Hey, we're gonna need you to leave." I basically started laughing at him. I was like, "I'm going. Just let everybody take their pictures that they want to take." Cause I, had, you know, it's something. It's something that happens when you're a local celebrity like that. You have people taking pictures with you, and uh, the game happens. And yeah, I mean, Dragons win. Four Pete is conference champs, right? Alright, we're back, and it's time to get some more awards out there. Mans, you were a goalie in high school, right? You're not a very good one, but yeah, sure, I tried. Well, <laughs> get- okay, hey, quick story, quick story. Let's hear it. First, first year Bantams in Grantsburg, we lost 1-22. to 22. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm surprised you admitted hey, that. Hey, gentlemen. Let's just say we didn't score enough to win that game. <laughs> one, dude, where was gonna do it? How many shots <laughs> did they put on? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Hey, there was a defenseman on Grantsburg that was taking clappers from the blue line. I swear <laughs> I didn't see the near blue <laughs> line or the far one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a valid question. What was the question? Near blue line or far <laughs> blue, blue line? line. I can't hear you, Drew. Say that again. Near or far blue line? <laughs> Near. Oh my God! Near blue line, bud. No, I was playing. I was playing goalie in a tournament in Roseau one time at the end yeah. of a season because we were just like screwing around. So a dude took a clapper from his own dot in his own zone. It went through my five hole, and I stopped it with my glove right before it could go in. <laughs> That happens. But while we're on the topic of goalies, goaltender of the year and the nominees, Alex Lavin and Mason Olsen. Mans, I know you worked a lot with Olsen at the JV level and, of course, Lavin tearing it up at the varsity level. Jared, thoughts on these? Well, I know Lavin was struggling at the start of the season, but, I mean, they started out with a tough game and then a tough tournament. Um now he's he's bounced back pretty well lately. He's only letting a few softies. I mean, he's doing all right. Mason Olson, I couldn't say anything about. That's all. That's all. Tyler Mann's there. Yeah. So uh, Mason Olson has seen a lot of shots 
in a lot of pressure and has put the JV in the game. And um, we just it, it, there's been a few games where we just haven't given him the goals to to win that game. Um, Laven, on the other hand, he had started out with a really tough game uh, with the Monticello, and um, he he kind of the tail of the past few games is hasn't seen a ton of pressures, been a little more um, uh, here and go. So I. Goalie of the year, I think you have to give it to Laban. Laban had a huge game last night. The first two periods, didn't see a ton of pressure. The third period, we going into the third period, we are losing uh, 0-1. Uh, we had 28 shots to their nine, and then uh, we committed a couple penalties to force a three-on-five for about a minute 38, and he came with some huge saves to win those games. So what I'm saying is, is really Laban's had the tougher route because of the um, uh, inconsistent pressure and him just staying, I guess, focused and into the game has been huge for us. Um, it's really been actually, you know, he's been he's been huge. So, man's your three for three, the goaltender of the year, Alex Lavin, uh, Mason Olson. Once he gets some varsity time under his belt, I'm sure he'll be right in that conversation going forward, as he is now already as the JV goaltender. Now it's time for the varsity head coach of the year. There, It's gonna, it's a really tough conversation here. Nominees are Grant Nickel, and that's it. So, Jared, thoughts on who could win this award? Speak on the nominees. Really, this, is a, this is probably – there's two tough ones on in all of our awards right now. Don't announce the second one yet. One of them. Yeah. No, I don't, I'm not going to. This is – probably one of the other hardest ones because there's just so many people to choose from true and there's so many people that are just such a big part of the team very true um really i don't know let's see if tyler man can guess this one yeah i'm gonna go with grant nick on this one hands down oh, oh, oh. all right not, not even close all right so jared i'll let you announce this one because we're going every other right uh no you can announce this one okay the varsity head coach of the year goes to Grant Nickel, varsity head coach, Pine City. Let's give it up for him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Another really tough award coming up here. There's there. This is a really tough competition. The JV head coach of the year nominees, Tyler Manns. Jared, discuss. Uh, this one was probably the other hard one. We had uh, we we had to narrow down the field a few times. Um, what'd you say? We had to narrow down the field a few times. Yeah, exactly. We literally had like a spreadsheet of like thirty names on there. Um, but this one was pretty pretty easy to figure out. Tyler Mans, who do you think got it? Uh, <laughs> uh you know, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Coach Westbrook on this one. Ooh. Not a nominee. You knew he's so good. I don't know. <laughs> I self-nominated him. Okay, okay. So he's in the he's in the running for JV head coach of the year. All right. Uh so this one comes down to a few things. And I've heard that the tides have changed and that the JV teams have really got under this first year player or first year coach. And I've heard that I've heard good things from the co- from the players about this coach. JV Coach of the Year goes to Jared Kotek. Do you want to announce this one? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd love to. So the uh, JV Coach of the Year is um, the only nominee, Tyler Mann. Everyone. Do you want to wait? You can. You're gonna be the only one that can accept your award. Do you want to say anything to the uh, fans out there? Uh, speech, speech. I'm gonna take a hard pass on this. Don't want to thank the academy or anything. No, I think I'm good. All right, absolutely. So thanks the, for the opportunity, though. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. The the uh, next category, Defender of the Year, nominees for the award are Dusty Bergstrom. Gabe Westbrook and Luke Fabini. Jared, thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a this one's kind of a tough one, but kind of not at the same time. Um, Dusty Bergstrom having a good season, not really showing it on the points, but I mean, yeah, he's averaging over a point a game, but he's he's playing good this year, playing defenseman, defenseman. Um, I'm not sure how Gabe's doing this year. I haven't really watched many games, but. Uh, they must, he must be doing pretty good because they're still winning games. Um, and Fabini, he's always a solid D-man, too. What do you got, man? Yeah, so all three are great nominees again. Um, they've All three of them are having great seasons. Fabini's coming off uh, um, an injury here. You know, he broke his pinky. I don't know if you guys knew that. or broke his knuckle on his pinky finger. Um, but he played this last game and played effective. Uh <clears throat> Uh, Gabe having a good season, solid, loves to take that clapper. And then Dusty Bergstrom, sorry, but uh, I would have to give this to Dusty. He solid, soft hands, swatted the puck out of midair to keep it into the zone, and then kept the, kept the puck in the zone a couple, of, a couple more times on that same shift, um, just battling through. I've never seen a kid be able to control a puck uh, like that in my life, besides maybe Corey Sirago. If you guys remember that, remember that name. But, yeah, I would give this to Dusty hands down, who was also a defenseman. All right. <clears throat> Defender of the year goes to Dusty Bergstrom. Uh, Mans is 6-for-6 six six on picks. And coming up after these interviews with Ryder Donovan and Ryan Sandlin, we'll find out if he can continue his hot streak. <laughs> We now welcome on two-time state champ, future Mankato state product, Penticton V alternate captain, Ryan Sandlin. Ryan, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great, boys. It's, uh, it's good to be back on the podcast. Uh, exciting stuff. I'm, uh, I'm happy to be back. I love it. How does it feel to be the first person to call in from Canada? Like, this is, we're international now, boys. You guys are international, and I am just proud to say I am a part of it. You guys are branching out, and can't wait to see where this podcast goes because you guys are great at what you do. So uh, it looks as if you found your groove up there this season. You already have over 10 more points than last season. Uh, what has led to your success this season? Um. I think this summer uh, I just I was really committed to getting better, getting faster. Uh, the year before, I felt like I was behind the play a lot, and this summer my coaches wanted me to work on speed and quickness, and that's really all I focused on this summer after I did shoulder rehab. So, yeah, I just feel like I can keep up with the pace, and I feel like I have a little bit of offensive touch to my game, as you guys saw back in high school, and I think it's sort of coming out right now. And it's it, it's fun it's fun to be at the rink and pucks are going in, so I'm not I'm not going to complain at all. 
I like that. Now, is it true that Canadians only eat bacon and maple syrup? It is not. In fact, most Canadians don't even like when they mix up and go together. So, really, oh, they don't like they don't, really? they don't like dipping their bacon in maple syrup. You know, I'm I am I am a full advocate for that. I think it's uh, I think it's a pretty good treat, but that some some Canadians don't like it, which it blew my mind when I heard that. Does, now the real question is: uh, Have you seen a Sasquatch up there yet? I have not. I have not seen oh, a Sasquatch. Still looking, though. Still looking. All right, that's good. <laughs> Just Still t- looking. Next question: Does Timmy's taste better up there than it does here? Because we got one in Saint Cloud now. Hundred percent. Oh, it it's does. It's not even a debate. The Timmy's up here is so good. You, it you, is so. Good. You go Timbits or you go full donuts? Uh, I go full donuts, maple dip, full donut. All right, all right. I respect that. Mm. Uh, then, have you noticed yourself saying A a lot more? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is... Uh, when you live up here for two years, you sort of just get it right in, uh, right in the old vocabulary, eh? You know? That's <laughs> how it goes. I love it. I love it. Uh, th- this one isn't even in our uh, script that I wrote up last night, but... Can you all right, so in the semifinals, we you know we have a big cathedral following on our podcast. Semifinals, your senior year, you go off. One one person in particular named Matt Whedon isn't a big fan of you. Can you like ease him over, like ease him to the sandal inside? Um We'll see. I don't know. Um that one probably stings pretty hard for some of those cathedral kids. They thought they had it in the bag, I think. So, I think everybody thought they I had it in the bag. If I, if I can try and ease them over, um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it to you guys, but it was. <laughs> I had to do it. Now he is That's a big. About it. I, I think know. he's a big fan of your I don't know, dad. I don't now. know what else I can do to get get in, get back in their hearts. I don't think they like me very much, considering I pulled out the heartbreaker. Yeah, true. Did you? Next question was: Did you see that we were smiling when you scored? Really, we were in the section, and like you kind of came right to us. All right, good. I, I was. Said, I, I saw the picture too with you guys in the background, <laughs> so I knew. I knew deep. I knew deep down you guys wanted wanted us to win. Deep down. I wore a Hermantown long sleeve <laughs> shirt that said "Sandlin" on the back to the rink that day too. I would like to point that out. You know, the homemade jer- the homemade jersey. You got a picture with my mom with that too. Yeah, dude. I wheel moms, dude. What can I say? Scott, watch out. She, she loves the podcast. <laughs> she loves you guys. I love it. I love it. You know, we, we we try to hit the we try to hit the heartstrings of everybody out there. Miss Sandlin, if you're listening, what's up? That's all I gotta say. <laughs> now, with you being a Hermantown alum, obviously you're a little biased towards your hometown. But is this the year where another team could take them down? You know, I think they're going to make another run at it. I think they're the best team in single A. So, I I don't know. I don't see anybody taking them down this year. They they got upended by Alexandria last year. Pour my heart out seeing them not play in the championship game. But I think they got it this year. They got They got a good team. So, Dude, I saw Cathedral yesterday, though. Cathedral pumped seven on East Grand, and East Grand was just, like, startled the whole game. Their offensive power is insane. I'm just telling you, if they're, 
Cathedral no, could do it. No, I don't doubt that. Cathedral's got a good team again, too. So. And they're all young, too. But, yeah, Biondi and Goats. I don't know how you say that. Is it Goats or Gots or? Goats, yeah. Goats. All right. I like that. I like that. All right. Now, if you, the listener at home, don't know, we do trivia now with the prize being a PC Tourney Boys hat. Ryan, you will have Jared as a lifeline on one of the questions. If you get a perfect three for three, you get the hat. You ready? I'm ready. All right, question number one. The song Taking Care of Business, your guys' high school win song, is sang by which of the following Canadian rock groups? A, Loverboy. B, Bachman Turner Overdrive. C, Glass Tiger. Or D, Rush. I'm going to go with B, Bachman Turner Overdrive. Yeah, I figured you, you, I figured I'd give you a cupcake to start off. That is correct. Figured I'd give you a cupcake, Good. you know? Right on. You're welcome. Question number two. In your senior year of high school, your team won the state championship. What was the number of consecutive wins you had to win the title? Is it A, 22, B, 25, C, 28, or D, 29? We ran the table after we lost and tied. I'm going to 29, boys. I knew that one from boys. heart. That one is dead on correct. This nice. Last, this last one is, might test your and Sandberg's friendship here if you get this one wrong, so you better watch out. Question, oh, boy. Here we go. Question number three. Your high school buddy, Dylan Sandberg, has a total of how many points in his collegiate career? A, 15. B, 17. C, 21, or D, 25? Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to have to – I got to say he doesn't have – he doesn't go low with 15, and I know he doesn't have in his 20s, so I'm going to 17, boys. <laughs> he, he's not in the 20s yet. That is dead on correct. Yeah, you'll get – Oh, you, my. Dude, dude, you get the hat. Do you want – the next question is, do you want it signed by the two of us before we... And also, I'm probably not going to do international shipping, so you're going to have to come get it from us, but you want it signed I don't blame you. You can ship it to my house. All right, I like that. I'll deliver it myself. I'll deliver it myself so Mrs. Sandlin and I can catch up on all the times. <laughs> Perfect. All right. We now welcome on a player who is likely to be a finalist for Mr. Hockey. That list hasn't came out yet. He grew up in a city on a lake that claims to be a great lake. He is in his third consecutive season of 30 points, 30 plus points in a year, and on a year out, year in, year out title contender. He and his Duluthies Greyhounds look to be one of the favorites in Section 7 AA. We now welcome onto the show Ryder Donovan Ryder. How are you doing today, buddy? <laughs> hey, guys, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Oh yeah, anything for you, Ryder. <laughs> nah. Uh, well, before we go forward, we must look back at last season and how it ended for you guys. Obviously, going to St. Paul and going on a run, win to the championship is the goal for every team in the state. And you guys are stopped by Tonka in the chip. How has that motivated you and the Greyhounds going into the season? Ah, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, that's kind of a, I don't know, but that's a lot. Um, no, last year was really fun. Uh, we obviously have one of the best teams we've had here in a while. So that was a fun run. Um, the ending sucked, but I mean, that was a really good Tonka game and a uh, really good Tonka team. And I don't know. But going into this year, I knew it was going to be different. Uh, we're a totally different team and kind of guys coming back. So it was going to be tough. But 
Um, yeah, it was motivating. Uh, they're a really good team again, and we saw that. But um, we're a totally different team now than we were when we played them earlier in the year. So uh, hopefully we can get another crack at them and uh, hopefully get back to the X. But it's going to be tough, but uh, I think we're up for it. I know you, uh, touched, you just touched on coming back and people coming back this year. Obviously, with how high caliber of a player you are, did you think at any point this offseason of going to the USHL and uh, skipping your senior year, or and how much of a role did not getting that championship play in that decision? Uh, no, yeah, that was everything. Um, to be honest, I don't know like you can kind of say uh, either way, but I think uh, could have got that ring last year would change some things, but... Uh, yeah, I kind of had a chip on my shoulder to come back. And, yeah, like you said, it was going to be a lot different um, with all two highlights I had before and then a defenseman like Lamaster I played with my whole life pretty much. But, uh, no, I kind of – I mean, I don't regret coming back. It was kind of set in my mind. And um, I think to this point everything's kind of worked out um, how it has. And I don't know. I just think – I don't really regret anything. But, uh, yeah, I think coming back was always a thing I had in mind. I don't think it was going to affect me too much uh, versus playing in the USHL for a full year. Okay, so let's go now into the future. Before the season, you were committed to play for University of North Dakota. You've decommitted and are still a free agent of some sort, huh? So uh, uh, what went into the decision to not play for UND, and what what are you looking for right now? <laughs> you guys got the tough ones out here. Oh, yeah, dude. We, oh, hit, we yeah. hit the hard questions and the easy questions. No, um, yeah, no, I get that a lot. Um, personally, it's just kind of leave it at uh, it wasn't my best fit I don't think personally and yeah it's not the place where I um, wanted to play my college hockey so and no disrespect to North Dakota they were you know it's a great place great great staff and everything it just wasn't for me so yeah I get, yeah. I get that now yeah. do you want to commit on the show today <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you guys might want me to but no I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to wait a little bit yeah, I get you uh now I know you probably don't want to like say like what schools are looking into you, but like what are you looking for for a school? Um, no, yeah, I don't want to really say I guess who or whatever, but no, I just um, I don't know. Um, there's a couple of places that I've, there's one in specific that I kind of always had in mind, but um, I don't know, just. Uh, the best opportunity for me as a player and as a person, I guess. Just so, a heads up, I go to the most cliche answer I can give you guys. Just a heads yeah. up, I go to St. Cloud State. We would love to have you here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a bad team this year. Yeah, no, and see, obviously yeah. we're losing seniors. We could replace them right with you. I'm, I'm tr- trust me. We got, we got a former Duluth guy down here. You know, Coach Larson knows what's <laughs> yeah, up. Oh yeah. Yep, he's a beauty. Yeah. Hey, if it means anything, I go to Bemidji State. Yeah, you could go. You, yeah. could, you could go be the superstar <laughs> of the WCHA. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got a good team up there too. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, you're kind of required oh. to say that as a free agent. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Duluth East. Now, obviously, start to the year. Obviously, there's one game in particular at the beginning, towards the beginning of the year, everyone looks at in your schedule that Andover game that went into overtime. 
in the NFL right. this season. We're we're gonna go we're gonna go on two little sidetracks. We saw the Patriots lose to the Lions and Dolphins, kind of similar how you guys lost to Champlin and Brainerd and Andover. Because of those games oh, for the boy. Patriots, you guys weren't they weren't expected to do as good in the playoffs. It kind of took a weight off their soldiers, their shoulders, and gave them a new mentality in the underdog role. Do you kind of see your team yeah. doing the same thing? Oh no, yeah, for sure, and that's. I mean, I can say you will, but that's the kind of thing about how um, my coach works and how we've always kind of done it here. Like, kind of play, and it's not an excuse. I mean, we, we lost those teams, and, you know, we deserve to lose those games. So I'm not uh, trying to come up for that. But, I mean, we just, um, like, we create the first 20 or so games, whatever, is kind of a dress rehearsal. Like, we're moving guys around. And um, I kind of honestly think that our coach is a player with everything he does. Like, I played defense a couple games. Um, for the first 20 games, our lines were always moving around. So now we got it set right now, and I think we're starting to turn the page and we're like a totally different mindset. Like, it was really frustrating, those games. That was really tough on us. And um, I know we had a lot of people bail on us. Um, but honestly, for me personally, it was more motivating because I kind of take the heat for everything on myself for this team because it's kind of – I want it to be my team and to lead the boys. So um, those games are tough. But I honestly think we have a different – whole different uh, chemistry to our team right now. And – totally different lines and um no i'm excited right now because you know i i kind of like being the underdog in years past being the the hot shot you know everyone's taken out so i kind of like being the underdog in the self-coming sections right right so we hear countless stories about the legend mike randolph playing for him <laughs> for as long as you've been playing for him uh you must have some good stories about him so would you like to share any <laughs> Guys, it's um, I've I probably should have prepared for that one. Um, there's a couple. I don't know. There's a couple I probably shouldn't say on the air. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I don't know. No, I don't know. There's he always does funny stuff. He's such a quirky, funny guy. Um, that's thing people don't get. Like he's really scary when he's pissed off, but then when he's in a good mood or you're practicing really well, he's like the funnest guy to be around. So, um, I don't know. I probably say last year when we went to state. Um, I don't know, we were just doing like turkey trot at the end of our practice where uh, there's like 10 pucks in each blue line and like you split up in half and it's just like a breakaway challenge, you know? And uh, old Randy, you know, he took out his two front teeth, which he lost in juniors like 70 years ago. And uh, he went down on a breakaway and went like bar down. So <laughs> I guess that was probably the most recent one. But yeah, that's a pretty good one, I guess. But I mean, he said so much funny stuff too. Like you don't even can't even predict what he's going to say sometimes. So... I don't know. Maybe his double fisters after he win. That's why it's pretty good too. But yeah, that's all I got. All right. Now it's the time that everyone at home gets, you know, it gets their engine started, if you know what I mean. Three questions. It's trivia time. PC, TBZ, hat on the line. That's right. Ryder, you could be winning a hat at the end of this. Are you ready for this? <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Question number one Your mascot, the Greyhounds. Where was the Greyhound bus service founded? Is it A, Hibbing, B, Virginia, C, Eveleth, or D, Duluth? Um, is there a time limit on these? No, you, I mean, as long as you're not Googling, <laughs> if, if we can figure out that you're Googling, um, I will punch you through the phone. I got I got a feisty mentality. <laughs> um, wait, what was what was B? B was Virginia. It's in It's in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, is it Virginia? It is not Virginia. It is Hibbing. Oh. 
But you know what? Really? If you get these, Kidding. if you get these next two questions right, you know what? We'll still get you the hat. All right, do it. All right. All right. Question number two. Where did your coach, Mike Randolph, play in the USHL? Is it A, Des Moines, B, Omaha, C, Waterloo, D, Cedar Rapids? That was easy. Um, I've Googled him a couple times, so I'll go with C, Waterloo. Dead on correct. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... So you were checking out his hockey DB, seeing if he was actually yeah, all that he was it. talking he was? Yeah. yeah I <laughs> get you. That one. All right. I get you. All right. Question number three. Now, this is going to be a toughie if you don't know your Pine City High School hockey history. But oh, boy. Who is the all-time leading scorer in Pine City High School hockey history? Is it A, Jonah Sauter, B, Brendan Westbrook, C, Jonah Bergstrom, or D, Drew Steele? Ooh. Uh, deep. You're going with me. You're going with Drew Steele. Are you sure Is you it? want to? No, it's not me. But uh, you know what? No. Um, you know what? We'll give you. A, we'll give you a second chance on this one. We really. We want you to win this hat, Ryder. We want you to. Yeah, I'm trying to. I was trying to work the angle on you there. It didn't work, obviously. Hey, I mean, I might lead the fifth line all time in JV points, but I don't know about anything else. Uh, so we'll go over them again. You get one chance. We'll knock me out of it. A, Jonah yeah. Sauter. B, Brendan Westbrook. C, Jonah Bergstrom. The top two are on this list. I don't know where the third one sits. Um, well, B. Brendan Westbrook is not the correct answer. The correct answer was Jonah Bergstrom. Really, Ryder? I don't know. I don't know what we we tried, man. I was trying. <laughs> I was trying so guys, hard. Yeah. No, I know. I like. Uh, I like that you were trying to suck up to me, thinking that I was the highest scorer in Pine City High School history. <laughs> it just wasn't yeah, meant to be today. It just wasn't meant to be today. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I hope you guys enjoyed those interviews with Donovan and Sandal in there. Uh, of course, those both last season, but great guys and uh, both playing D1 hockey now. Not a big deal. We have D1 talent. Not a big deal. But uh, it's time to get back into the awards. We're going to start out forward of the year. Mans, would you like to predict who our nominees are? Uh, I'm going to go. Do we have any repeats on here? Yeah, like people can win multiple awards and like they're nominated for All right. multiple. All right, cool. Uh, forwards of the year, I'm gonna go uh, Parker Self. Okay. George Miller. Okay. Um, we'll get Phil Payton in there. Okay. And I'll go with them three. And it is those three crazy stuff. Jesus. I mean, you're on, a, you're on a roll right now. You're on a roll. So, those nominees are Parker Sell, George Miller, and Peyton Smetna. Jared, thoughts on the three? Uh, yeah, I mean, Parker Sell, we talked about him earlier. He's got 21 points right now in whatever, 10 games. Um, he's looking like a really good hockey player, really good forward this year. Uh, and then we got George Miller. He's uh, he was good last year. He led the team last year in points. Um, 
he's looking really good too. I mean, uh, he didn't get to play. He didn't get to play that first game in Marshall, but he's still he's bounced back from then and done very good. Peyton, I haven't heard a ton about, but I know he's been improving a lot more this year and getting involved more. Mr. Man, yeah. yeah. So uh, I mean, all three have been pretty good. Peyton got two goals last night. Um, he uh, was wide open on the back door, and he—I know he's been frustrated because he's missed that play a few times this year, but he put it away last night. It was—it was actually kind of—you know—it was funny to watch just because we were struggling and struggling to put that puck in the back of that. So I was super happy for Peyton to do that. Um, Miller, did you say how many points Miller has? Twenty-one right now. Twenty-one. How about uh, Parker? Parker's oh, got no, twenty-one. No, Parker's Miller's 21. got sixteen. Georgia's sixteen. Okay, those two are crazy to watch together. You know, they're about the same height, about the same build. I think uh, Miller's probably got a little weight on Parker, but um, they work so well together. Uh, the I believe it was, a, was it the Sock Rapids game that um, Parker got. Parker, there the, between them two, there was five goals, and they had uh, five points each. So that yeah. was pretty cool. So. As of right now, I would probably give it to Parker. The oh. winner of Forward of the Year is Parker Sell. Man, you're seven for seven. Hopefully, these next two awards are going to be tough, though, for you. And I think that it I, it's going to be tough to guess these ones, I think, especially the last one. Uh, but we're going to go with most valuable player right now. The nominees for most valuable player are Parker Sell, George Miller, and Dusty Bergstrom. Kotek, thoughts? Um, yeah, well, we've been talking about Parker Sell. And these names keep coming up, but Parker Sell still having a good season. George Miller having a good season. Dusty having a really good season. I, it's hard to compare them all. You just got to compare. You can compare them by points, but you, the main thing you got to compare is the what they actually do on the ice and how they backtrack, how they play with everyone, and really what their mentality is when they're playing. What do you got, man? Yeah, so uh, I would say, obviously, good picks again, but um, Dusty, I would give this to Dusty hands down. Um, he just does so many things for our offense and our defense. And off the ice, he's such a leader, you know, and he is also leading our tally chart. Um, so what that would be is, what he's doing um, within the community, especially youth hockey, um, on his free time. And I know he's been to a lot of uh, goalie clinics and stuff like that that we've had. So Dusty, all-around MVP. He is the backbone of this team, which um, is huge. The winner of MVP Most Valuable Player to the team is... Dusty Bergstrom. Yep, Dusty Bergstrom winning the award. Mans, you're eight for eight. All right, Mans, this is going to be the toughest one to predict. And I know know it was really tough to pick the head coaches of the year for JV and varsity, but this one's even tougher. The best podcast fan base in high school hockey. The nominees are the Youth Hockey Hub podcast following, the Up North Hockey podcast, podcast following and the PC tourney fans with a Z. That's right. We have a fan base. Uh, Kotek, thoughts on these? 
Uh, you know, youth hockey hub, yeah, nothing. Who cares? No one cares. I mean, don't get me wrong, Danny Ryan's pretty dope. Oh, I beg to differ, Kotek, because I produced that show, and I would prefer that yeah. I have a job still. So I, I think yeah, that no, they're definitely in the running. Danny, Ryan, Danny Ryan's cool. That's about it. Um, he makes good eggs, whatever. Then he got <laughs> up on hockey. They're, they're, a bunch, they're pretty cool, actually. Yeah, they were cool. Um, we met them at the tourney. Or you did, anyway. I met yeah, them before, don't, but... Don't know... I mean, don't know anything else about them, but they're nice. But, um... DC Tourney fans. Well, they're, that's, um... Interesting fan base. All right, yeah, man's me. thoughts? Uh, yeah. So, the only, um... Hockey podcast I've even heard about was the PC Tourney Boys. So, sounds like a pretty easy pick for me. <laughs> I'm going to take right. the PC Tourney Boys. There. All right, before I announce who wins i want to make sure everybody knows that they have a happy new year and that i hope everybody out there just continues to have a great year a dragon year as jared would say in 2020 up next we'll have uh picks with tommy manns of course but i mean there's three good choices here and the panel of people who selected these obviously not any of us that are talking right now uh it's really tough to figure out it's if it's the Youth Hockey Hub fan base, which that's a rabid fan base, uh, Up North Hockey Podcast following, you know, that's a crazy following as well. Or if it's the PC Tourney fans and uh, the winner of the best podcast fan base is the U... No, it's, it's the Up... No, it's the PC Tourney fans. I hope you all have a happy new year. Here is Tommy Mann. Are y'all ready for picks? Because it's picks time, motherfucker. All right, you guys know what that music means. It's picks time. We have a special guest picker today. You know, our teacher at the high school, it's his brother, Tommy Mance. Twin brother, actually. Twin brother. Tommy Mance. Tommy, how are you doing today? Good, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing, I'm doing just dandy. Making it a dragon day today. Yeah, you know. We're, we're first podcast of the year. You got to love it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's first start out with a game that is occurring at the Bloomington Ice Garden this Friday between the St. Thomas Academy Cadets and the defending champion Minnetonka Skippers. Tommy, we'll first start out with you. Who you got in that game? St. Thomas. All right, Jared. All right. I got the Skippers because... Number one always beats whoever's below them. Yeah. I also have the skippers because, dude, they they run boats, dude. They're filth. The ice is frozen, I, but it's all uh, right. Hey, ice is breaking up right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was, it was, we had a little hot. We had a little warm spell for a little, it's a little, little windy bit. today. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we're gonna, I'm going to pick the skippers. All right. Another matchup. I, I really only picked St. Thomas because my name was in it. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like, I like that. that. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. Another matchup that includes a state, a defending state champ, the Orono Spartans travel to East Grand Forks to face the Green Wave. Tommy, who you got, buddy? We got the Green Wave, baby. Ooh, yeah, I like it. Uh, but um, um, do you have a reason why? Yeah. Why? Mark Pierce told me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> okay, well. It's that scoop from, I got inside scoop from Mark Perry. Yeah, no, my old team Ordo, they're going oh in the lot this year. <laughs> Some filthy trips so right now. I like it. I like it. All right, well, I'm going to pick Ordo just because I'm picking whatever you don't pick and um, hoping I'm right. Oh, <laughs> uh, I also have Orno. EGF wasn't good last year no. to their standards. I think Orno is just better and, yep. you know, champions stay champions. All right. I should have said you before this. <laughs> All right. Moorhead may have choked last season in the playoffs, but the Spuds are traveling to Andover to face the Huskies. Tommy, who you got? You know, I like the Huskies, but I'm talking about women when I say that. I'm going <laughs> the Spuds. <laughs> All right. Um, I also sort of like the Huskies, but... Um, I'm going to say Andover for this one because they're young. It's going to be a very good game, I think. The Spuds are a solid team. Yeah, in York. Both. Andover's young. They're gonna both be, in my top ten. Yeah, exactly. Same. So, But I'm going, uh, going with Andover. I'm also going with Andover. This is going to be a start of a really good season for the Huskies. All right. Another game occurring at the Bloomington Ice Garden. The Lakeville North Panthers will take on the Minnetonka Skippers. Tommy, who you got? Go the Skippers, baby. <laughs> yeah, we have to pick the Skippers this time. And I already know you guys are going to take Lakeville North because you haven't picked the same one I have yet so far. Negative. I'm picking the Skippers, too. They are oh, the state champs of 2018 in AA. So, uh, and versus an unranked team. Yeah. What do you uh, got, Drew? I'm going to also pick the Skippers. I think uh, Motsko Berry's the game winner. Ooh. I the like game that. winner scores going to be like 9 to 2. <laughs> True. <laughs> hey, but that means he scored the, that means <laughs> the he third goal. Yeah. He scored the third goal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then moving on to early next week because realistically, I probably won't have the motivation to record next weekend because I'm out of town until Sunday. And then the Vikings and Packers play Sunday night. So, you know, I'm going to be at my TV on my couch Sunday night. So let's do two games from next week. The first one, the Monticello Moose travel to STMA to face the Knights. Tommy, who you got? You know, the last time I watched the Moose, they only had a first line, number 15 or 17, whatever it was. It was great. Long gone. Hmm. 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 I'm going to go the Moose. Oh. I'm going to the Moose. All right. I like the Moose. All right. All right. All right. That's cool. Respect. I mean, I cheer for the Dragons, so. But, um... So, my pick on that one is for sure STMA. I don't recall Monticello really ever beating STMA recently. Yeah. And um, they made the tourney last year for 8AA, and Monticello flow did, but single A, double A, big difference, unless it's Pine City. All right. Uh, this, I have STMA winning this game. It's a double A team that could very easily make state, and it's a... Uh, about Moorhead? It's, what about Moorhead? Oh, I know, but I'm saying they could, they could, they have a good chance though. Like I'm saying, they're one of the top three teams in eight at Double A. But then we also, then they're playing a team that has no chance at making state this year in Monticello, because (laughs) Pine City's in their section. 
So obviously Pine City is going to be in that section for the champions. So I got to go with STMA in this game. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I agree with you on that one, too. All right, boys. And then the first game of the championship season, the Pine City Dragons go to the capital of this great state. Get off at the Snelling exit, turn right into what will end up being a grave site for the St. Paul <laughs> Highland Park Scots. Tommy, who you got? Can we predict the score of this one, too? Yeah, let's pick the score, right, too. Pick the score. P what? PC. <laughs> PC. Dragons on three, baby. Woo! Great day to be a dragon. We're going to Pine City. Yeah. Brett Nichols going to drive them dragons down, and we're going to pound some rock. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think the score is going to be? City. Um, who's our goalie? That Laven kid? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he doesn't get in his head. He stands in front of the net. He's confident like his dad, Jim. <laughs> I say 3-1. Three, 3-1, one. Three, one? all right. All right, all right. Jared, all right. what you got? Yeah. Uh, well, this is no-brainer. Yeah. They're number one on my in my rankings. So I got to say Pine City because I bleed green and hashtag roll drags, hashtag yee And um, I predict the score to be 4-1. to one. All right. Obviously... I'm going with Pine City. As you guys heard in my intro, I already said that it was a grave site for the St. Paul Highland <laughs> Park Scots. But, uh, you know, I'm going to pick the score to be uh, – we probably win by triple digits. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Look, they they, 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 they lost they lost their starting goalie from last year. So there's no one oh, yeah. there's no one there. Brandy's not there anymore. So Brandy. every single shot's probably gonna go in and realistically, we're probably gonna fire off a hundred shots minimum. And Laven's <laughs> not gonna let any in. So what are you saying, like a hundred to zero? I'm saying at least a hundred to zero. <laughs> at least a hundred to zero. Alright. If we get it, and that's that's only because we're taking it easy on them. Yeah, okay, too, all right. It could very easily be a thousand to zero. <laughs> Maybe even a billion to none. Oh, I like it. I like it. I like, I like your enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right, guys. And with that, that is the end of the podcast. Go check out our new website at pctourneyboys.com. And last but not least, go check out our Twitter page and shoot us a follow. If not, I don't really care about you. We are really pumped to be back on the boat going through your ear ocean this season. Can't wait to hop on sometime after Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone listening. Everyone else, hope your turkey is undercooked. Jared, Tommy, thanks for joining us. Especially Tommy. Yeah, I liked it. That was great. And, uh, you know, hit the music. Hit the music.